I, I, I made a commitment to myself that um, whenever I want to buy a book, I don't look at the price. I just hit purchase. Mm-hmm. It's like, if I'm going to, it should never be like, well, I bought three books last time and I didn't read um, one of them. So I should really read that one before I buy the next. It's abs- If you think you should buy a book, buy it. Mm-hmm. Like the opportunity cost of not buying it is so much higher than buying it and not reading it. So I really believe that Books are the most valuable tool we have to develop ourselves. That's one of the things that I really is a, a guiding principle for myself. I it's so ironic, ironic, because I honestly don't think I ever read. This is an honest truth. I don't think I ever read a full book um, through all of high school. We are here because we know the outcomes in our lives are within our control. That taking absolute ownership of how we eat, sleep, train, think, and connect with each other is how we'll optimize our health and happiness. That chasing excellence is how we grab hold of what is possible. Our mission is to live on the run, always chasing, never stopping. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Chasing Excellence. How are you, Ben? I'm doing good. Thank you, Patrick. Today we are going to return to a relatively new format of ours uh, called the 3x3 which is our way of kind of diving into a handful of different subjects um, that maybe don't warrant a full episode, but still kind of fun to talk about. And so three by three is three thoughts on three things. Cool. Right. So today we are going to uh, dive into three, uh, a couple of things, three things worth spending your money on, three excuses you need to stop having, and three exercises to do while traveling. So we'll go into the first one first. Three things worth spending your money on. Okay, so the first one, um, so we could go anything, right? So like yeah, super so, big yeah. to super small. This yep. is like, so maybe we'll go kind of a, across a gamut here. The first one I would say is um, nutrition. Mm. So you should the, the excuse to eating healthy should never be, I, I can't afford it, I don't have the money. You have to like make certain choices in your life, like draw really bright lines and this is what I do. And that's the place you should not skimp. Now, I'm not saying you have to go to Whole Foods and you have to buy organic. That's one side of it. Yep. And you could get like well-sourced foods that is wild caught. And as you go up, it's harder to do those things. It's harder to raise them. It's harder to ship it. It's harder to, um, it, it. the sourcing gets more and more difficult. So the price goes up. Right. I really believe that's an area that people should not be skimping on. People should be willing to spend their money to eat well. Mm-hmm. And here's the big reason is if it's basically it's the short term versus long term. Do you want to suffer now or suffer later? Well, I believe that's worth suffering now a little bit to spend an extra 15% on your food bill. And I'm not talking about going out and eating. I'm mm-hmm. not saying spend money at a fancy restaurant, but I'm saying like, for your lunches and for your dinners, for your regular thing, spend the extra money on good fruits and vegetables and good produce that's cleanly sourced. If you spend that extra 15% now, it's going to save you a ton, both in monetary expenses later on in your life, but even more so the opportunity cost that's going to come from you potentially being in a hospital bed yep. or shortened years off of your life. I just think that's such a no-brainer to invest now to reap the benefits later. Agreed. Yeah. Even, even just the, the change from a relatively processed diet into just produce and meat is a little bit more expensive. And so I say that to just say, if that's where you are just going, you don't even have to go to the organic locally sourced, et cetera, 
to go to get a little bit better. Right. Then the next. I mean, the, the, the next here's the spectrum. Instead of going to to fast food right. and McDonald's and getting the value meal for six ninety nine, you get all the calories you could possibly right. have. Let's try to like spend money at the gro. Just go yep. shopping yep. and just go grocery shopping, right? right? Yeah. And the next level is okay. From there, instead of getting the kind of crappy stuff at the grocery store, let's get the better stuff at the yeah. grocery store. And then once you get to the good stuff, now I'm eating real foods. Then let's go as high to where we're exactly. kind of like sourcing really well and all the rest. Got it. Okay. First thing we're spending money on is good, healthy food. What's number two? I would say the second one is, and this might be. Um, I'll do it both ways. Um, your family, mm -hmm. if you don't have a family, yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so if you have a family, let's just kind of talk about that one. And what I mean by that is, I think that creating good family experiences is really beneficial for everybody. I came across this thing the other, um, the other day, which said, essentially, the relationship you have with your parents is almost the number one correlate to your mental well-being. Mm. If you don't have a good relationship with your parents, you struggle in a lot of different areas of your life. Mm -hmm. So flip it, right? I'm a parent. Yep. I want to have my give my kids the best that they possibly can. I'm not saying like the newest, fanciest bike. I'm saying like a, a life of fulfillment and um, happiness and balance and success and being a good woman and a good man when they grow up. Yep. Well, the best thing I can do there is investing into things that's going to give them a better relationship with me. Mm -hmm. So some things that we do, not that we're the model to follow, but things like we stretch hard to be able to go skiing with our kids on the weekends. Mm -hmm. We stretch hard to be able to rent a house on Cape Cod for the month of July. Like those are major, those are really expensive. Those are major expenses that we put towards this. It's not, we're not rolling in it. Yeah. But that's a place that we feel like is a really valuable place for us. Another place, which is, I don't think we should have this be the cost, should be the, the choice, is should should Bodhi um, join a wrestling program? Like, if the answer is yes or no, it should not be, well, it's doing the math. Mm -hmm. it, it breaks down to $27 an hour per session. Mm -hmm. And if he does... This other program, yeah. it breaks, it's like, give your kids the best opportunities they can there. Now, I'm not saying overbook them. We should definitely do another podcast on the parenting <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm not saying overbook them because I do not believe in that. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying if you decide that your kid should be in a program, don't let money be the deciding factor there. So anything from a trip with your family to... Um, um, a Airbnb to a actual rental for a season to regular ski trips to their programs that they're involved in, a, um, a basketball program, a wrestling program, a gymnastics program, right to basically, you know, the kind of the generic one, but their education. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not, I believe the school system is broken, but I also do believe that you pay for what, you, you know, in a lot of instances, yeah. you get what you pay for. Yeah. And um, the private school education is um, there's a lot of benefits to it for certain kids. And if you feel like that's a place, that might be a place worth spending your money. Just out of curiosity, how how far in advance or like where do you and Heather start having that conversation about where those those kind of buckets are, for lack of a better term, of, you know, do you do it at the beginning of every year and say, here's where we're going to allocate 
the you know x resource <laughs> definitely you, not or is no, it no. like kind of whim yeah absolutely whim, like, not can, can you know we want to do this can we do it uh let Let's me take that it. back for the bigger bucket items yeah. like we are going to like um i've been working up to the opportunity to be able to get a place in the mountains for the winter yep. like i've been working up to we're not even there yet. Yep. I thought this year winter was going to be it, but I know there's a certain time that I'll be able to do that. This year, we're kind of doing it in between. We've rented the same house for about six weekends. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of getting there, yeah. but financially we're not there Got yet. Um, the the July rental at the beach, like that took us, we only started that three years ago. Mm-hmm. So when we were, you know, really young parents, we did not do that. We were not ready. But those big ticket items, that's kind of the, on the yearly thing. Yep. Um, the smaller ones are like, we should sacrifice elsewhere to make sure our kids can get in certain programs. Yep. And those are kind of like off the cuff type things. Got it. Okay. Good nutrition, good experiences. What's number three? I, I think um, it's a really small one. But it's really meaningful, and this is um, is books. Yeah, I I I've made a commitment to myself that um, whenever I want to buy a book, I don't look at the price. I just hit purchase. Mm-hmm. It's like if I'm going to, it should never be like, well, I bought three books last time and I didn't read um, one of them, so I should really read that one before I buy the next. It's abs- if you think you should buy a book, buy it. Mm-hmm. Like. The opportunity cost of not buying it is so much higher than buying it and not reading it. So I really believe that books are the most valuable tool we have to develop ourselves. That's one of the things that I really is a, a guiding principle for myself. I it's so ironic, ironic, because I honestly don't think I ever read. This is an honest truth. I don't think I ever read a full book um, through all of high school. Mm. Never. Yeah. And I, when I say a full book, I don't know if I read the first two or three chapters <laughs> of a book. I read a lot of cliff notes, yeah. but I, I hated reading, hated reading because I was reading things I was so uninterested in. Yeah. So I, I think that spending money on self-development, okay, like, that's such a big bucket. I think like nail it, like books, like mm-hmm. go and buy books. And so to the point where what I'll do is I'll buy an audiobook. And I'll buy the book mm-hmm. at the same time because I want both of them. I want the opportunity, like I want to make it as easy as possible for myself to make this thing happen. Mm-hmm. And I'll do both at the same time. I'll read some if I'm on a plane. I don't have Wi-Fi, and then I'll listen to it in the car. And yep. that's how you can kind of plow through a bunch in in a month. Out of curiosity, if I mean obviously hypothetical, but if you were presented with some of the books that you found valuable, um, you know, the, the ones that we've talked about a lot of Seven Habits and, mm-hmm. and Carnegie and a few others. If somebody had put those in front of you in high school, do you think you would have responded to it? Or do you think you would have, you needed no, definitely the not. 20 plus no, years? No, I hated reading. Yeah. Okay. Like, so it, it wasn't this. It wasn't it, that. It was the probably the well, books, but. Well, you know what? Um, that's interesting because when I found a book, the first book I think I ever read um, on my own, I believe was Into Thin Air. John Krakauer oh, yeah. about the, yep. the the catastrophe on Everest, um, and when I read that, I was it was like captivating. Yeah. I, it's it's hard not to. And I was like, ah, like this is kind of it's really yeah. cool. So I um, then I read Into the Wild, mm-hmm. the guy that went same, to Alaska, yep. same author. Same author yep. um, and then I read another fiction book, which I can't remember what it was. Um, so that's a real. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. In high school, if I was given books that I liked. Um, 
I don't know. I think I was still just such a punk mm. and I hated anything to do with school yeah. that I probably would have just pushed it off and never given it a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of think about that in the same way that I think about CrossFit and that like, I wish this was around when we were in high school, but at the same time, I don't know that it would have yeah. sunk in. I don't know that life would have, I, w- I would have had enough life in me to have picked up seven habits, for example, and gotten yeah. anything out of it. No, I definitely would not have out of those things. Yeah. Uh, um, that happened. The, when those happened was when I became a coach. Here's what, those books became really powerful. So like I read The E-Myth, I read um, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and I read Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Highly successful people. Um, those were the first three books I read uh, right after I opened up my business. Yeah. So when I was a start of personal training, I didn't read all these books. Mm-hmm. And when I opened up CrossFit, that's when I started like, um, I'm gonna do this, this is for real. Yeah. I'm gonna start to, I wanna start to invest in myself as a professional. And I read them in the way that I want to be able to present it back to other people. And it was to make me a better coach and be able to talk to other people about these different habits. And then I was able to, um, I knew even from the very beginning, I wanted to coach other people on how to run their businesses. Mm. So I was reading those books, the uh, E-Myth, and I was reading seven, uh, the uh, How to Win Friends. I was using those in terms of like the way I could use it to coach other people. And that kind of like, this is, it's coming in so we can go back out. Right. It's not just going into this empty thing yeah, to con- fill it the up. Context matters a lot. It mattered a ton. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, totally. it helped um, make it real. And if I didn't understand it, it, why am I doing this? Right. Totally. Okay. So those are the three things we're spending money on. Next category: three excuses you need to stop having. And by you, I don't mean you, but we. We need to. Stop yeah. So having. for anybody, right? Um, so there's. Um, probably a lot that we could choose from. Um, I would say that the biggest one that I hear most frequently, it's not inside our walls, but it's outside our walls is time. Mm. I don't have the time. You should, you should start, you should try Like you just said, you should try CrossFit. You should read, you should, whatever it is. Oh, I would love to. I just don't have the time. This is, it's so cliche at this point. You don't have any more time than me. I don't have any more time than you. And Elon Musk and Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and Katrin David's daughter and Michael Phelps, we all have the same time. It's not a time issue. It's what you're choosing to do with your time. So I get it. Like you are super busy at work. And because of that, you don't have the extra time to work out. That's not because you don't have the time, it's because you're choosing. This is a choice. Nobody is making you. No, I have a boss, I have this project to Choice, choice. Mm -hmm. You're choosing to work for that boss. You're choosing to take on that project. You don't have to do those things. When you eliminate that, it changes the ball game. You are choosing where you're spending your time. And I, I love to, I just can't. like. I, I used this with Brooke Wells last week. Um, we were doing a muscle-up drill and she got off the rings and said, I can't do it that way. I said, no, we don't use that word. Instead, say, I won't. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, well, I would just <laughs> never say that. I would never turn around and say to you, I won't do it that way. Yeah. Well, okay, so you're saying you can, but you're choosing not to. And she got up on the rings and did it the other way. So if you take away the can't and turn it into a won't, and realize that everything you're doing, from every minute, every second, it's a choice of where you're spending your time, then 
it reframes things. Now, mm -hmm. now it's a matter of priorities. Yep. And responsibility. Uh, once you take for, it. For sure. Okay. That's uh, the first excuse. Number two. I'm too... Dot, 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 dot. 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 <laughs> um, you should do CrossFit. I would love to. I'm too old. Yep. I'm too big. I'm too tall. I'm too young. I'm too short. I'm too skinny. Like, whatever... Yep. Like uh, the I'm too, like, um, there is no prerequisite for anything that says you should start a business. I would, but I'm the time thing. I'm too busy. Right. I, I don't have the experience. Like I don't, the, the self-limiting I'm too, and putting yourself into a bucket and saying, this is why I can't do these mm -hmm. things. Like there's, there's every single Category has a exception and you can also be the exception. I get it. CrossFit games athletes are, you know, the guys are between five foot seven and five foot eleven. If you're six foot three, you're going to struggle. Mm -hmm. And Brian Fikowski's there. Mm -hmm. Like I get it. If you are a hundred and if you're a guy and you're under 150 pounds, you're gonna struggle. Chris Spieler did it. Like there's everybody's got these. Every, you can be that exception as well. I get it that you don't fit the bell curve and you're on the outside, but don't use that as an excuse why you can't. You're again making the choice and it's an easy thing to latch onto. It's not about talent. It's not about DNA. It's not about genetics. It's not about even the opportunities you had growing up. You are making the excuse for the reason you can't do that. I am too dot, dot, dot has got to go. Not enough time. I'm too, et cetera. Number three. Um, I'll do it later. Mm. Right. Which is like, um, you know, I love the saying. We actually have this written on in our kitchen on the chalkboard. It's um, it's up there. It's all the time. It's what we have our family values um, posted on the chalkboard. And we have this one quote, which is from Einstein. It says, if you don't have the time to do it now, when will you have time to do it later? Mm -hmm. So, I'm sorry, if you don't have the time to do it right now, when will you have time to do it later? So the idea behind that is like, just do it. Just start, just go and do it and do it well because you're not going to have time to do it again later on. You know, everyone says like, you know, it's, it's that should thing, right? I should start a diet. I should call my mom. I should go to the gym. Well, what you're implicitly saying is that I'm not going to right now. I know I should, but I'll probably do this thing later. Yeah. Every diet starts on a Monday, right? right? Yeah. And no one's willing to just kind of like do it right now. Like just start and go. I, 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 I'm thinking about starting a business. I'm thinking about writing a book. I'm thinking about training for a marathon. Like, you know how much thinking gets you? It actually is, thinking is actually um, a negative because your body gets a dopamine response from actually thinking about it. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel good. That's why we like talking about our goals. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, I'm going to make a million bucks. Like, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to um, lose weight. I'm going to look so good at my wedding. And you actually feel good. I'm actually feeling good <laughs> saying these things yeah. right now. You actually feel good just saying it. And that gives you a little dopamine hit. And because of that, you're able to push things back even farther. You have to realize that talking is cheap. I can't hear what you're saying because your actions speak so loudly. If you want to do any of those things, you got to start. And you got to start right now. Not like I'll do it after 
I'll do it when now. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of something of Tony, that I've heard Tony Robbins talk about, which is when you make a decision, the, the first thing you need to do is take massive action towards that decision to cement it in your mind as, I w- as something that you're doing. What I would actually, I would, um, I would caveat that though with take action. Cause what people do is then they That's go true, massive, massive action. action. Yep. Now I have to like, okay, I'm going to write a book. Right. So what yeah. I gotta do is I gotta write the quit first chapter. Yeah. yeah. I gotta quit my job. <laughs> I quit my job, and write the first chapter. No, yeah. it's like, no, the first thing is yeah, like, maybe maybe right. is yeah. open up a word document, yep. like open up Google docs and type in, um, by Patrick Cummings. Right. And chapter just, one. Chapter one. <laughs> right. And just sit down and stare at that screen. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Third, our third thing, three exercises to do whilst traveling. Okay. So this, um, we, I just traveled. Mm-hmm. I, I just went to, um, we did a company retreat for two or three days, um, in Newport, Rhode Island. It's yeah. beautiful house. And we did not go to the gym. We went there. The comp train business people yep. went down there. So this is really relevant. We went down there. And the first day we did a workout. And the workout was run 200 meters, um, do five burpees. Run 200 meters, do 10 burpees. Run 200 meters, do 15 burpees. And the burpees went up 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Mm-hmm. Those would be my first two movements. Run Running and burpee. And burpee. You can do it as long as you can run. So right? you got the space for it. Yeah, yeah. So I get it. Like if you're um, if you're traveling in your jail cell, like it might be tough to choose that. But lots of burpees though. Yeah, but you can do lots of burpees. I would say run and burpee is just such a cool, easy, no brainer. You yeah. also need a lot of warm up, which is awesome. Like for the all these workouts that we we did two workouts. That was the first. Um, there's no there's no warm up needed for right. that. Like go and run 200 meters and do five slow burpees. Yeah. By the time you get through that second round, you've done 10 slow burpees, you're good to go. Yep. Like that's just, love that, right? So that'd be my first two movements. Um, the next workout we did the next day was run, uh, we ran again. And this one we ran 200 meters. And, um, but it was a second movement. The mm-hmm. first one we did was jumping lunges. Yeah. So put your right foot forward, left, like you're going to go into a lunge, have your left knee kiss the ground, jump up in the air and switch your feet in midair, land on the other one, kiss the back knee, jump up. And every time you jump is a rep. So what we did for this one was where that last one was like a mid 20 minute ish workout for this one. And kind of just like sloggy, grindy, right? No one's sprinting through, you (laughs) know, hundreds of burpees or hundred plus burpees. Um, what we did for this one was work rest. So um, it was 16 jump lunges, 200 meter run, rest a minute. Mm-hmm. And we did that for 10 rounds. So just made it way more um, kind of higher intensity. The runs yep. pace picked up a ton yep. um, and the jump lunges are metabolic. It's it's tempting to put air squats in there because um, it's probably a more functional movement, getting yourself below parallel. But again, even an air squat, I got to warm up for a little right. bit. And if I'm traveling, I don't have tons of time. This lunge thing, like I can just start. Yeah. I can just go. Yeah, and I've, done, I've done many a jumping lunges. And yeah, and they're more years. metabolic yeah. than and more dynamic. Um, so those would be my three movements. It would be burpees, lo- uh, jumping lunges, and running. Yep. Um, I'm going to add a asterisk to that, which is if you have a access to a pull-up bar, I would do Cindy. And mm. there's your three movements. Yep. I would do variations of Cindy. Cindy and Chelsea um essentially murph they're all the same kind of thing yep. it is um five pull-ups 10 push-ups 15 air squats 
Rinse, wash, repeat that in as many different forms and fashions as you want to do. This is my go-to workout. I did it this week. Um, I, I do that with running. It's always my go-to if I don't have time. I couldn't do the class workout. I still came in at my 6.30 time like I always do, but I had to do work. So I had to be done by seven. The class doesn't even start their workout because right. they're doing all their technique stuff. I came in and I did, um, the way I did it was 5, 10, 15 of pull, push, squat. And then I did uh, six, um, six, 12, 18, and it went up by that. Then mm-hmm. I did seven, 14, 21, went all the way up until I got to 10, 20, and 30. And it's great. And then I did um, a run by in and a run by out of two minutes on either end, mm-hmm. like, you know, 500, 600 meters, like that. So Cindy is just such a cool because it's upper body push, it's upper body pull and a squat. Like yep. you are really kind of getting it all. Yep. Again, you don't need, if you're not kipping, which I did these as strict, um, you're kind of getting it all. So I love that combination of run, Cindy, run, Cindy. That's if, uh, it's a great warm up anyway. Uh, it's a great workout. You can mix and mash it in so many different forms and fashions. Um, just because we're talking about it, a lot of times when when I'm traveling or when folks travel, they, they do especially if they're in a hotel, they're able to get access to some dumbbells. Yeah. Where, given all what you just said, where would you maybe alter it, change it, add add some dumbbells in there? If yep. you, like, what are some good movements for folks? Okay, assuming, so. Assuming, you know, if they, if they have access to it. So again, I, if you're gonna, so if you have access to a hotel gym and dumbbells, like kind of like the sky's the limit, right. like grab any workout off of any affiliate page and morph it for dumbbells, mm-hmm. right? Like you can kind of get it all in there. You have access to pull bar, you can jump on benches, you can, um, use dumbbells for any barbell movement, like cool. But again, I like this idea of, or at least the way I think of travel worlds is I'm limited for time. Yep. Like either I'm on vacation with my family, so I'm not going to spend an hour and a half right. in a gym plus 15 minutes travel back and forth. You know, I might be able to get into the hotel gym before my morning meetings and something really quick. So not a lot of warm up. So I need to use the workout as the warm up. And what I'll do there is grab this is what I, the way when I go to a hotel gym, this is kind of my default. Grab the five pound dumbbells, mm-hmm. the lightest ones you have. Do five dumbbell deadlifts. Do five hang power cleans of the dumbbell. Do five push press or strict press. Put them down. Pick up the tens. Rinse, mm-hmm. wash, repeat. Yep. Five deadlifts. Yep. Five hang power cleans. You can put five front squat, five front squats in there, and five push press, and kind of go through that little progression. And you can getting warmed up as you're going. By the time you get to the 15s, the 20s, and the 25s, you're feeling good. Five deads, five hang power cleans, five front squats, five push presses. And as you work through the dumbbell rack, usually it goes up to 50 pounds. Yeah. And by the time you're at the 50s, you're good. And you can kind of do this as like, not for time, but mm-hmm. for time. Like if you want to like, just yep. start off super slow. Yep. And then as you get into it, like all of a sudden, like the hardest thing is just starting. So make the starting thing the easiest thing and kind of get into it. I like that dumbbell complex yeah, thing. I'll also use dumbbells and do step back lunges with them. Yeah. So maybe it becomes um, six step back lunges, three each side mm-hmm. and six push press. Got it. And just kind of like climb up in the weights. All right. So those were three things worth spending your money on, three excuses you need to stop having, and three exercises to do while you're traveling. Thank you. You got it. See everybody Thank next you. week. You can get every episode of Chasing Excellence wherever you listen to your podcasts or on YouTube. Until next time, thank you for listening.